Hey fam, I'm Dion, and I'm Conway, and welcome to Can't Deal, a podcast where we talk about Asian culture in a way that educates and entertains, but with crackhead energy. In this episode, we are talking all about dating apps and preferences. We talk about whether hype matters, figure out where we fall in tribe culture, and Conway's first dating experience with a married man. If you enjoy our content, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and follow us at Can't Deal Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Now sit back, relax, and listen to a couple of gays talk about what they can't deal with. Hello. <laughs> what is happening? The iCarly theme song started playing in my head. I'm sorry. <laughs> Not the iCarly theme song. I was like... I know. You see, somehow the way will change for me and be so wonderful. We don't have the rights. They're reviving the show. They're gonna no, sue okay. us after no. the fact. No, we're singing it, so technically it's not copyright. It, that was a cover for legal reasons. Okay, <laughs> got it, got it. Look, who's the real lawyer now? Accountant? Who? No, I'm a lawyer. <laughs> not this. I'm not a lawyer. Please don't hire me. <laughs> Professionalism. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I sound like a water kettle? Why do you sound like a dying grandma? <laughs> That's my spirit animal. <laughs> Moana. <laughs> you come so far. Moana. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Serious. Okay. We're both doing online school in Australia, but from Asia. Kind of sucks that we're not, like, closer to each other. We could at least, you know, do it together or whatever. I mean, we technically are closer to each other. Compared to before. No, but then even if we were both in Australia, we'd still be too far away. Like, right now, we're literally closer than we've ever been our whole lives. That's true. So, what are we talking about this week, girl? Today, we are talking about dating apps. Oh. I hate dating. (laughs) (laughs) Not this. I'll honestly say, did you know that the first dating app was, like, gay? Grindr was the first dating app. Like, in the whole world of dating apps, it was Like, in terms of of smartphones. Because websites, we had, like, OkCupid and all that stuff. But in terms of apps, Grindr was the first one. It came before Tinder. Cut the cameras. Isn't that crazy? So you're telling me before Tinder became a thing, Miss Grinder was it? Yeah, Miss Grinder was gun. Yeah, Miss Grinder was the boom boom gun. Isn't that crazy? I remember. I know this because I got Grinder in 2011. Let me tell you this. This shows how horny gay people are. That's true. They really said we got a phone (laughs) that can track people's locations. I want to see where the nearest bags are the nearest hole the nearest sausage i'm hungry <laughs> i feel like grinder isn't as comprehensive as like coffee meets bagel and all that yeah 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 i mean that i mean the technology back then but also at the same time like it was invented to be a hookup app no one cares about what your blood type is that is true that is true but then right i feel like people because you know like they would probably lie about shit like that. That's true. So, like, I feel like dating apps go in there with a lot of trust. Oh, yeah. You, I, I remember 
I mean, I remember being so distrustful of every single person on Grindr. And um, I don't know if the straights know this, but like literally if you open up Grindr or like any gay dating app or dating apps that are made and used exclusively by gay people, it is like anonymous city like no one has a photo Girl, everyone is has a, a photo it's like it, it's a torso the moment everyone. you find one person's face you're just like i'm talking to him <laughs> like i appreciate the effort but i mean if your face isn't my thing then sorry Wait, about are it. you more of a face or a body type of person face a hundred percent same because like i don't i okay waking up to like six packs and all that shit okay cool cute like, what if I wake up to someone that's ugly? Like, I get it if you truly love them. It's not about the looks and all that. Type. I call bullshit on whoever says that shit. <laughs> and everybody be like, beauty's on the inside. I don't look at their outward features. Okay, but back to Grindr being the first dating app. What was, like, your first experience with Grindr? How okay. was that? This was... Okay, so not to date myself or anything... <laughs> But this was freshman year of college. All right. And Wait, where were you? I was at school in uni in Los Angeles. Okay, okay. So you're in. I heard class. about Grinder in my writing class from the lecturer who was telling us about new technologies because of, you know, smartphones. Smartphones. Because, you know, 2011, it was like an iPhone, what, 4? Three, four, five. 3G, I, I think it was. Like, I, I yeah, think I think it was three G or something. Anyway, he told he's he mentioned it, and I was like, ooh. And back then, I didn't have an iPhone. Um, I lost my iPhone in high school, so I didn't have it. I had like a BlackBerry or something, but I had an iPod Touch. <laughs> the face I just made, y'all, y'all didn't see the face I made. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had an iPod Touch, so I used like the school Wi-Fi to do it or whatever, because the iPod Touch didn't have like a. Uh, like a SIM a card SIM, in it. Yeah, and so I didn't yeah. have data. So I had to use um, Wi-Fi. It was surreal, honestly, because I was like, this is this is so foreign to me. And I just right, started right. like scrolling. And obviously like you hit a limit because I don't know something about premium. I don't know if there was premium back then. I was just scrolling and I was like, wow, that's that this is interesting and there are a lot of attractive people on here. And I think mm. people were a little bit more genuine on Grindr back then. Because oh, yeah, back then I feel like Everyone's just like, let's give it a try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, everyone was equally cautious because people didn't really know what it was. And so people are a little bit more forthcoming. Whereas now I feel like you have a lot of people trying to, like, cheat their way into a hookup with you or something, mm-hmm. which I don't appreciate. But that aside, that was where I was introduced to, like, the world of, like, you know, tribes and, like, preferences and, like, people and, like, positions and stuff. Like, I didn't back then because I was such like a I was such like a baby gay I didn't understand what it meant to be like a top versus bottom versus a verse like I didn't know any of that shit so this was like a whole new thing for me right and that was my first ex- that was my first experience with Grindr oh shit damn she said from the lecturer to the school wifi <laughs> the, the fact that I heard it from a straight white man <laughs> in a writing class so about my first experience. Yeah, I was about to ask. Oh <laughs> it's like, you're barely legal. You've only been legal for like, what, four years? <laughs> Three. Oh. <laughs> okay, so 
Let's rewind the clock on my age here. <laughs> rewind sound. <laughs> Anyways, so this is me. I knew about Grinder before moving to Manila. So that was like uh, like 17. I don't know how I found out about it. So I moved to Manila and it's not even the first week. And I have Grinder downloaded. And you were 17. Yeah, I was 17. And I was like, I'm on the cusp of 18. That should be legal, right? But then, like, I didn't lie to the people. I told them I was 17. Mm-hmm. Turning 18 and, like, what? Like, straight months. up told them at the start. Yeah, I straight okay, up okay. put it in my profile. And I straight up said, oh, I'm 17, blah, blah, blah. So me being bored as shit in Manila, thinking, oh, my God, this is my whole phase. I'm going to get my ass clapped. I'm going to clap ass or whatever. <laughs> So I'm just sitting in the dorm and I texted some, some guy texted me. I was just like, hey. And he was like, hey. And then I was like, I'm 17, by the way. And he was like, yeah, I know. It's fine. And I was like, it's fine. So he was like, oh, I'm around the area. And there's this McDonald's like right outside the school. You and guys like, hooked up in front of a McDonald's? No, no. Okay, no. Let me finish the story. Okay, okay, okay. okay go, go, go. So, okay, mind you, I was still a virgin too. Okay. Okay, so I was just like, oh, yeah, I'm a, I, I did a little tease. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm a virgin. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, that's cool. I always wanted to, like, you know, fuck a virgin. Am I allowed to swear in this podcast? You said fag, so it's fine. <laughs> Go for it. So so he was like, oh, yeah, I've always wanted to fuck a virgin. I was like, child, what the fuck? <laughs> so I'm like, okay, yeah. And then he was like, I'll pick you up at McDonald's. I was like, okay, cool. So I go to McDonald's earlier than, like, what he said, because I literally live, like, down the road. So I, I'm like, oh, I'm going to get fries, by the way. I'm hungry. <laughs> so I bought myself an iced tea and a large fries. I get into his car. And he's like, so what do you want to do? And he's, like, grabbing my thigh and shit. <gasps> Ooh, scandalous. I was, like, I was like, oh, my God, I'm eating my fries. Stop. <laughs> So we're driving, and he's like, oh, this motel is closed, so we can't fuck here. And he was like, let's go watch a movie. I was like, okay, a movie. So from a hookup, we went from a hookup mindset to a movie mindset. And I don't know why, but I think God was making sure I wouldn't lose my virginity to this guy, because, like, there was only um, the cartoon that was showing at that time was Mr. Peabody. <laughs> Wait, why does that sound Mr. so familiar? Mr. Peabody, Sherman and Mr. Oh Peabody. my god, wait, that's a Fox movie. <laughs> yeah, so that shit was showing in the cinema, and that was the only show that had, like, timing available for us. So we go into the cinema, and I'm paying attention. He's, like, grabbing my leg, touching my crotch in the cinema. I'm just like, hold on, sir. Not in public. <laughs> and then... We finished the movie, and he's driving me back to my dormitory, and he was like, oh, by the way, I'm married. <gasps> and I was like, oh, my God, this is God watching out for me. Whoever is in the heavens was like, not today. You're not about to get your butt clapped by um, Mr. Married Man here. Wait, how old was he? 30. <laughs> oh, Three. <laughs> well, that is... That is way beyond illegal. <laughs> Oh, yeah. wait, but age of consent in Philippines is like 16 or 15 or something, right? Yeah. So I was like, I was like I'm already 17. I'm on the cusp of 18. It should be fine. And I was like, as long as I hid the fact that they were sleeping with someone that was underage. 
Mm-hmm. Now, I, I would like straight up say like in that profile that hey I'm 17 just moved to the country you want to make some friends blah 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 me being naive thinking I could make friends on that app oh child Grindr was like so the first app that I deleted wait speaking uh, of prefer- <laughs> wait speaking of preferences though like some people really are really into the height thing like do I, I, I don't know about Malaysia but do you in, in the descriptions do people are like oh, I'm 177, if that matters. <laughs> like, they literally put, what, I'm Ooh. 177, if that matters. Or, like, some uh, people I are understand. like, won't date anyone taller, uh, won't date anyone shorter than me, blah, blah, blah. No, that's not so common here. But then I had a friend, well, an old Tinder match now friend. He put in his co- in his description on Tinder was, I'm 188 centimeters, because that seems like a competition, so I guess I win. I was just like, uh. <laughs> wait, is he actually one eighty eight? Yeah, dude, he's tall as shit. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, he's like a fucking giant, like, and he's really skinny too. Okay, so like big friendly giant vibes, raw doll. But yeah, I, it does seem to be like a competition. Anyone who is below like one seventy five just doesn't stand a chance with anyone. I mean, one seventy five is the average for. Malaysia, so wait, Malaysians average height is one seventy five. Yeah, dude, they're short as fuck. <laughs> dude, in Singapore, the average height for a guy is one seventy. So Singaporean boys. Well, I mean, I like... haven't gotten the latest statistics of twenty twenty. So let me let me look it up right now. Do it. Twenty. We love to see it. Malaysian. Malaysia. Not your typing showing up in the podcast. <laughs> oh, we dropped. From 175. Do you want to give a guess, girl? 172. 168. Lower. 165? Yeah, girl. <gasps> Wait, how did that drop so fast? How many people, how many tall people died in 2020? Because <laughs> the road must be quite high. <laughs> Wait, let me look up the height in Singapore. Average. Wait, but you're looking at average man's height or average height? Average male height, yeah. Okay, let me look up Singapore. Yeah, it's 171. Yeah, Malaysia literally be 165. But yeah, preferences. Heights. What other, what other kinds of preferences are there? Oh, skin. Skin color. Oh, yeah. That's like the most obvious preference, I feel. It's so prevalent in the community. And it's not even just, like, American-specific or Australian-specific. Like, it's legit everywhere. Like, people just really have a thing against darker-skinned people. Right? Like, I don't get why people are so against dark people, you know? Yeah, and it's not even strictly uh, a gay thing either. Like, a lot of straight people. Like, even, like, even in, like places that are associated with dark skin like india for example like they really love light-skinned indians compared to right? like darker the skinned, indians. skinned indians yeah, yeah yeah like the fair-skinned indians like bollywood is all fair-skinned indians those are the like the top actors and actresses in bollywood it's insane and they sell like lightning cream for their skin right right and like in manila in the philippines too they love their white like fair-skinned people mm-hmm and like I've I've heard people like I've heard my friends in Manila and like we go to international school so um, 
they're like, oh, yeah, this guy is really dark. I wouldn't date him. Or this girl, she spends too much time under the sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just like, but girl, if you look at her skin, she's not tanned. It's her natural skin color. It's not from, like, sun tanning. I'm just like, y'all really racist as shit. Yeah, it really do be like that. And it's like, in the apps and stuff, like, I remember Grinder. I will always see, like, no femmes, no Asians, no, no black people, no Hispanics, like... Or some people are on the opposite end. It's just, like, Asians only, blacks only, Latinos only. Right, 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 yeah. And it's, like, mm, it's, it's, it's like two sides of the same coin to me. To me, I don't really find myself having a racial preference. I, right, right. Like, there are some people that are really attractive in each race and some people who are really mm. ugly in each race. Like, Yeah, no, no, I, I completely get what you mean. Just, like... What I don't understand is why people just want to, like, umbrella the whole race. Yeah, yeah. Just, like, out of everyone in the entire world with this part- who was of this particular ethnicity, yeah, none of them are attractive to you. Like, that's just, that, that doesn't make sense to me. I don't believe that, yeah. Because, like, so that's, like, in the more westernized countries. But in, like, Asia, eastern countries, in Malaysia specifically, because that's where... I open up grinder the most because, you know, I'm single. Ooh. And lonely. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I what I do is whenever I move to a new area, I always open up grinder to see like who's around the area. If people are like willing to jive, just literally be friends. Like, I don't want to touch your sausage. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and then I would always see profiles of like Chinese people saying, um, no Indians. Or no Malays, or only light-skinned Malays, or Chinese-passing Malays. I'm just like, just say you're racist and you only want to date Chinese people. <laughs> Can you imagine if someone was actually super forthcoming about it, going like, I'm racist and what about it? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I might date that person. <laughs> not this. That, that is, is some, not the vibe. That is some big dick energy right there. <laughs> I'm an asshole, but at least I'm honest about it. Yeah, you know, like at least I speak my truth, whatever it may be, you know? <laughs> Some angstiness of it. But then I've also seen Malay profiles. Because, you know, Malaysia is a, like, Muslim country, and it's not right to be gay in, like, Islamic faith. So they would always be like, only Malays. Or they'd be like, no Indians, no Chinese. But then they hit me up, and I'm just like, girl... What part of me looks Malay when your profile says no Chinese? <laughs> so wait, you yeah. fell into an exception? Apparently so. I'm just like, <laughs> how? Where? <laughs> People mistaken me for Filipino quite often. Oh, dude. When I was in Manila, the amount of people that spoke Tagalog to me and my family... <laughs> And they'd be like, no, we're not Filipino. And they'd be like, oh my god, you look Filipino. Yeah, for some reason, Southeast Asian Chinese people... We all look... get grouped into one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but even amongst ourselves, like, I I mean, like, I'm Chinese, but I don't look particularly, like, Chinese. Like, like if Chinese, you put, Chinese, Like, if you yeah. put me beside, like, a Taiwanese person or a, or a, a PRC Chinese person, I don't look, like any of them i think southeast asian chinese have like a specific look i think because most of us come like most of our our ethnic origins trace to like the southern part of china yeah yeah which i think it's like a different different kind of 
the different type, yeah, different kind of complexion, different kind of features. Yeah, yeah, and, that was and I'm pretty sure like our bloodlines have been blurred a bit somewhere somehow. Yeah, I wish we had like a 23 and me. I want to find out what exactly for, my like, ethnic Asia. race is. Just like Asia, yeah, just, like, yeah, yeah, Southeast yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever have a phase while growing up that you just want to be white, or was that just me? I think no, not like I wanting to be white, but more of like wanting to fit into white culture a bit more. Yeah, I think it was more unconscious than anything. I think that's why that's where my yeah. my sort of Western accent developed from. Mm. When I started watching a lot of like Mean Girls and like Herbie Fully Loaded, I mean Lindsay Lohan played a very big impact on my early adolescence. For some reason, I was very into The Parent <laughs> Trap, Herbie Fully Loaded, <laughs> Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen, Mean Girls, all that stuff. So yeah, she um yeah, that's where I sort of like picked up an accent and then when I went to an international school it just got even stronger when I started hanging out with, you know, Asian Americans mm. and like Americans and when I went to school and then yeah. So I think unconsciously I when I was a kid I did want to be, but then as I went through high school I got a little bit more, you know, woke and it became yeah. more of like a code switching thing more than just me wanting to be white i think it was more like right. code switching like fitting yeah. into the to environment the people you're around yeah yeah because i feel like that's the same for me because i grew up in like papua new guinea where it's predominantly um people of color rather than um asian people so i feel like that was just code switching for me as well mm-hmm. wait so you started talking more so, um, when I first moved to Papua New Guinea, I only spoke Mandarin. Oh? Yeah, and then um, I got bullied for it in school, and then I was like, not today. This is where <laughs> my English will be number one in the whole class for the rest of my life. And I swore by that, and I've always been number one in my English class. Oh, damn. So that's why I say bullying is okay to a certain extent. <laughs> not this. After all the work that Glee has put for us, <laughs> the pioneers of the anti-bullying generation, and you want to tear that institution down. No, I support Glee in their movement, but like, I'm just saying a little nudge from the right bullies <laughs> can really propel you into greater things. Really, bullying made me who I am today. <laughs> Not this. But no, okay, I feel like, okay, I feel like that came out wrong, but you get what I mean, right? Yeah, like, yeah, I totally get what you mean, because, um... It lights a fire under your ass. <laughs> yeah, to a certain extent. Yeah, I think, I think part of my success in life so far, however successful I may or may not be, is, um, I think it, I think a lot of my choices in life were, like, based off of, like, people telling me that I couldn't do it. Yeah, like you just want to prove them wrong type of shit, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. But tell me why we went off on a tangent from dating apps and preferences into bullying. <laughs> all racism is bullying, but not all bullying is racism. <laughs> Period. Period. On the, okay, on the, on, the, on the note of racism, rice and potato queens. So for all those listening who don't know what a rice or potato queen is, a rice queen is a person who... Asian person who prefers dating Asians only, hence rice. Or like a white person who prefers dating Asians. Isn't that just yellow fever? <laughs> that too. But I guess I guess rice queen is whoever wants to date an Asian. Okay, and then a potato queen 
as you might have figured out by now, is a person who only likes dating white people or people of Eurocentric features. Yes. PC. <laughs> PC. Indeed. Um, so, girl, what would you say you are on like that? Let's let's put it onto like a scale. Do you a lean scale. More to, yeah. So, do you lean more towards rice or potatoes for your meals? <laughs> but okay, so here's the thing. If you talk about it in like a in like a polarizing scale between rice and potato, we are really excluding a lot of other ethnicities <laughs> that are not Asian or white. <laughs> Okay, but if we just focus solely on rice and potatoes... Okay. Just We just forget the whole world existed. It was just rice and potatoes. Well, if you ask me to pick a meal... Yeah. I would prefer rice, but I'm talking in the literal sense. <laughs> <laughs> she really went straight to food. Particularly Thai jasmine rice. I fucking love Thai jasmine rice. Okay, on that note, <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand why Asian families, right, only fucking eat jasmine rice or whatever. I just like. I think it's just an East Asian thing because I've had basmati rice and that's pretty good too. Yeah, I've had those really beautiful long grain basmati rice, but then my dad only fucking eats jasmine rice, <laughs> long grain. I like, think I think that's the that's the Southeast Asian standard. That's true. Because I think. The Japanese have a certain kind of rice too. Yeah, because I bought Japanese rice the other day. It's like and smaller and like rounder. Smaller and it's rounder and it's beadier. It falls apart really nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like a little bit more chewy. Girl, we're off topic. That's true. <laughs> I think it's in. all because I took rice in the literal sense. I don't know. I wouldn't I guess I guess if I had to pick one now, it would I guess I fall more on the Asian side, but I mean I Honestly, fine. I just, okay, honestly, I'm just going to put it out there. I don't see myself ever settling down with a person of European descent. But why? I just feel like there's so much cultural difference, you know? Mm. I kind of get that. I am with you to a certain extent in the fact that it's not so much about the skin color. It's more about the cultural differences between us. But for me, it's completely different. So here's the thing. When I talk about cultural differences, I'm talking about the way that we treat food. <laughs> Is everything because, revolving around because, food with you, girl? Because, because if you're going to live with this person or if you're going to settle down with this person, you right, guys are going to have right. to eat the same food. So I don't want people who have such strict dietary preferences that suddenly I'm not able to eat certain kinds of food. Like, I don't, if you're, if I'm dating someone, they're lactose intolerant, I'm going to be like, bitch, I don't give a fuck. We're putting whole milk in our cereal. I don't give a fuck. You're not getting lactate. <laughs> Can't they just buy another carton of milk on the side, girl? I mean, I guess, but like, okay, so this is... <laughs> you <so> guess. <laughs> <laughs> you don't own the whole fridge. But like, if they're... Okay, I want I want people to be able to explore different foods with me. Like, when mm, we go out on mm. dates, I'm going to be like, sometimes I want Mexican food, sometimes I want Japanese food, sometimes I want, like... Chinese potatoes. Food. Yeah, potatoes. Sometimes white people food like steak and like all this stuff. Like, <laughs> like I want to eat like everything. Yeah. So if you if I want to go on a date and they're like, oh sorry, I can't eat this because like, um, I'm lactose or like I'm allergic or, or like if they're I mean there there are menu items that fit around allergies so I can deal with allergies, but when it becomes cultural where like I know some Asian people who can't 
can't have a meal that doesn't have rice in it. Oh, that's my father. Yeah, so... <laughs> yeah, I really said I can't date your father. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you for the proposition. <laughs> no, but he's changed now. He, he's a he changed is, man. He has mashed potato and steak sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> And that's why, like, when they're, let's say, if they're Jewish, like, if they're, mm. if they can only eat kosher because of their religion, like, that's going to be a problem for me. Or if they're, if they can only eat halal food because they're Muslim, then, like, that's going to be a problem for me. Like, it's not about the skin color. It's about the cult, like, the, the dietary restrictions. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can, like, I can work around, like, allergies and intolerances but if it gets to be too much because i know some people out there who are allergic to an entire list of types of food like lactose gluten-free okay i feel like gluten-free is a conspiracy theory (laughs) it's not real (laughs) fuck gluten (laughs) what the fuck is gluten (laughs) gluten is a is a social construct (laughs) no really though like Never heard of this bitch before. <laughs> Why did we only hear of the name when it started becoming a problem? <laughs> exactly. Why didn't like back in the 1980s they were like gluten free bread, but no, only in like 2010s. That's true. That's true. They're like it's fake. <laughs> yeah, but but to me, um, the food's important because. When we go out on dates, when we order in. Okay, like but what about cook. like? Okay, but what about like they have like dietary? Uh, they have like dietary restrictions because of religion, but they don't mind if you eat it. Like, let's say you're you order in, and then you order. Let's say you're dating a Muslim person, mm-hmm. right? And they don't mind you eating pork in front of them, or eating pork at home, or cooking pork at home. Would you still date them? They just don't eat the pork. I mean. Theoretically, that would be fine, but when we when we mm. talk about going out on dates, I mean, they can just order like the beef. I suppose, and like, but then, I, and like, I can't go out to drinks with them. Well, that is true. That's I can't like, and some people are like really are really strict with their diet. Like, it has to be halal certified. Oh yeah, yeah. So that. there are different degrees of that as well. Um, mm. Yeah, I think if I find someone who is like, who who eat who doesn't eat pork, like that's fine. That's more that's more along the lines of like allergies, where it's like only a specific type of food that they can't take. But if like every single type of food has to be like halal certified, then that's going to be a problem, right? Yeah, yeah. Especially if you're in like a more westernized country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, we have really gone on many tangents this entire podcast. This might be the this might be the worst one. This the worst episode we've ever done. No, because... I feel like this is a really good podcast episode because like it exposed a lot of things while we really talked about tangents for 41 minutes and we didn't even get to tribes in dating apps we did actually we only talked about grinder yeah we don't talk about grinder no we did we only talked about like preferences but we didn't talk about tribes okay we can talk about it now okay sure I like, don't understand tribes. I don't understand either. What was it <laughs> like? <laughs> Not as immediately saying I don't get it, and that's it. That, that's it. That's Five it. seconds. <laughs> what, what What would you consider yourself if you had to pick one? 
would I be under cub? Which is like a young bear. But then what is an otter? Okay, no, no, no. Okay, so, so, okay, so here's the difference between bear, cub, and otter is that a bear is a burlier, big guy, hairy, hairy, beard, scruffy guy. Mm -hmm. A cub is a younger version of that, scruffier, scruffy as well, but not as scruffy. Younger version or smaller version? Younger. Oh, not size. Yeah, a cub is a younger person. Oh, okay, okay. And then an otter, right? Correct me if I'm wrong, friends. If, if, I, if my bear and cub is mixed up, but um, not you typing this shit out, girl. <laughs> I'm gonna look this up. But an otter is a lean person that has a bit of fur, because you know otters are skinnier, like still quite hairy. Mm-hmm. So that is an otter. I'm for sure am correct about an otter, but maybe I'm wrong about the cub and bear being younger or older. Maybe it's a smaller bear <laughs> is the cub as well. What does Google say? Okay, so according to the Wikipedia page for Grinder, it says Wikipedia. The, yeah, the Grinder tribes include bear, clean cut, which I don't know what that is. What's clean cut? Okay, clean cut is either okay. So I always get confused between clean cut as being meaning you like circumcised, like you're circumcised, uh-huh. or like you're clean shaven and very neat. I feel like it's the first one. I don't know. Anyway, there's also daddy, which yeah, I think is universal at this the point. The older gentleman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, discreet, which yeah, discreet, you know, speaks the for itself. Men. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. People who are like not out of the closet, they want to like stay anonymous. Okay, Girl, geek. that is the Malaysian married men right there. <laughs> they are all, oh, discreet, I'm married. I'm just like... Okay, and <laughs> what makes you think I want your sausage more than you're married? No, I'll tell your wife. <laughs> There's also geek. I've never met a geek person or someone from the geek tribe. Same, but then I feel like people, I know people who identify as geek, but then what does geek encapsule? I have no idea. Is this someone who wears glasses? What does that even mean? I don't know. I feel like it's someone who likes comic books, wears glasses, like the nerd. Oh, okay. Like the gay nerd. Okay. Maybe. Not me, like, but okay. Because <laughs> I'm dumb as shit. Oh. I never had to be smart. That's true. You just have to wear glasses. Could be me. <laughs> I don't it's wear glasses. It's probably me. I wear glasses. Uh, job. Oh, we all know. Chalk is, is universal. Leather, universal. I mean, right. we think it's universal, but for the straights, it's just people who are really into leather, who like you know, harnesses like, um, and like Blink, Blink Dynasty or Blink Empire. That leather party that they had in episode six or seven. Oh my god! Yeah, we have to spend an entire podcast talking about Blink Empire. Did I have you watch not. It yet? I have not. I have not started. But I feel like I there's a lot to talk with about. You. I will rewatch it with you. <laughs> Not this. Go back to topic. <laughs> okay, otter. We just talked about that. Um, pause. P O Z. Pause means uh, you're HIV AIDS positive, but oh. it's like undetectable. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Pause. Yeah, the fact that that has to be a tribe in and of itself just speaks to the culture. <laughs> like the stigma around it, you know. Yeah, the stigma around it as well as how prevalent it is. People don't mm. talk about it enough, I feel. 
I feel like it was such a big conversation in the 70s and 80s just because it was so taboo. But then the conversation kind of died down and people... And now it's just sort of like this taboo under thing. Like, if you have it, you're shamed. But yeah, no, I feel like pause is a category. So when people have it in their profile, people aren't surprised, you know, when HIV is positive, but it's undetectable. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. the whole stigma that I feel like a lot of people don't understand what undetectable means. Yeah. You know? Everyone just thinks that once you have it, you're definitely going to die. Yeah. Which is not the case. Yeah. Technology has improved. Mm, Medicaid, medicine has definitely improved since back then. For sure. Okay, next tribe, Rugged, which I'm not entirely sure what that means. Okay, so like Rugged is like a scruffy guy. You know, it's like a bear, but not, a, not as big as a bear. Because, you know, bears have like big bellies, big biceps, big chests. Oh, okay. A rugged guy is probably like you would imagine like a lumberjack. Okay, so like I, I think of lumberjacks more as bears though. Is it just more like? Okay, so like no, not a not as fit lumberjack. Think of it like a dad bod maybe. Really? Why do I imagine? Why do I picture like a jock but with facial hair? (laughs) I feel like that could work too. Yeah, but then, if okay, so I feel like that differentiates a jock. Rugged and Otter because Otter has body hair. Yeah. So Rugged probably just means like facial hair and a bit of chest hair or something. Mm, hair. Uh, trans, which okay, let's transgender yeah. folk. And Twink. I hate Twinks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Not no, the okay. shaming right now when Twinks no. take up the majority <laughs> of... That's the problem I have with the gay community that everyone shames each other to the point where twinks are like glorified because they're so skinny. And then they feel pressured to stay that skinny, to stay that slim, you know? Yeah, I kind of get that. I think because there was this whole age of gay porn where it was all about um, who, are, who, who are those two porn actors? Which one? <laughs> uh... Brent Corrigan oh. and Brent something. They they both had the same name, okay. um. But yeah, there was there's there was this whole age of like these two people who were like classic twinks, and people fell in love with them in porn, and be, they became so popular. And I think that's where the whole fetishize the whole fetishing fetishizing of twinks came from, and now you have all these people who are. Who want to be twinks and want to stay twinks and want to be young forever and skinny forever and it causes causes a lot of mental health problems <laughs> and Truly. it's toxic for the rest of the community because everyone feels the pressure to be a twink okay i think uh, th- that's all the grinder tribes at least on wikipedia i mean i feel like that's it and a lot of other gay dating apps pretty much had the same thing as well yeah signing off now my name's Con- <laughs> My name's Conway. Yes, we do know. <laughs> Y'all can find me at on Instagram at Wanderaway. W A N D E R E R W A Y. Yes, come on, English lessons. Um, Is yeah, it the same you- handle everywhere? Yeah, you can find there on mostly Instagram. That's my socials that I share out. Oh, you can also find me on Twitch. I'm gonna start streaming soon. Oh. So. Oh. She's yeah. dabbling in streaming. 
I might. But I don't know what games to play. So if this episode comes out as I start my streaming career, please suggest some games. Into my DMs on Wonderlay. Also, if you want to date me, I have a boyfriend application form. Oh. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll put a we'll put a, a link to a Google form in our podcast page in our description. <laughs> and where can they find you? Uh, you can find me. Dion. You can find me at dyhln on Instagram and TikTok. So, but you can find me on dyhlmv. It's like extra v at the end if you want to find me on Twitch. That's it. Girl, you you need to change that name because I always think your name is Dylan. <laughs> I don't mind I'm sure that. you've gotten that before. <laughs> yeah, people have told me that before, but I honestly don't care. I like it. That's true. Uh,